Hi, Steve here, and welcome to The Pod Buffet, a podcast of podcasts and an eclectic mix of flavours. And this episode is the Saturday Digest. So we have, first up, Rob Slater with Dad Sofa and his episode, Lockdown Bob. Hi, I'm Rob, and this is Dad Sofa podcast about the things that connect us. Whether it is a rained-off attempt at a trip to the pub, or string theory, a cycle to Cornwall, or a chat in the sea, we talk about the stuff of life, what makes us curious, the stuff that connects everything, the spaghetti of life. Come and join us. Get comfy. This is Dad Sofa. There's a man who appears in our house. He arrived in March last year. There's no one else quite like him. He seems to like the occasional beer. Now there's chips on the floor, and half-eaten pizza on the couch. Greasy paper sticking out of the bin, his stomach developing more than a pouch. His name is Lockdown Bob. He's taken up an instrument. He's trying to learn French. There's a stack of books arrived in boxes. In his dressing gown, he sits down on the bench and plays middle C on the keyboard. Then he goes up to bed. A day later, no sound of an instrument, and all the books remain unread. His name is Lockdown Bob. Wine bottles, beer bottles, the recycling bin overflows. He slings another in, it tips back out and hits him on the toes. He hops back in the house, he sits down with a wheeze. Gathering himself together, he bites into a block of cheese. His name is Lockdown Bob. The night sweats come, he wants to lose weight. He reverts to cooking recipes, veg, fruit, couscous, but wait. There is some cold curry in the fridge, but alas, the microwave stopped working last week. With a spoon, he slurps back an icy cold madras. Now he's smelly Lockdown Bob. He's sitting on the sofa, finding a snug place in the room. Furloughed and losing touch, he connects with work on Zoom. Atop he wears a tie and a shirt, but below the waist, just under pants and a pair of socks with holes which detract from the dirt. Lockdown Bob, lockdown Bob. Gone are the days when he likes being home. Now he yearns for a job where life can have meaning. His routines are self-affirming, the treat being life itself rather than a seedy underworld of grime and grease, trapped in the island of a home, a modern-day Robinson Crusoe. His name is Lockdown Bob. And now, Karen Elias of What Chance. Hi, welcome to What Chance. I'm your host, Karen Elias. This podcast is about people who have been to prison. It's about their life before and after prison. I talk to educators, social workers, activists, and the formerly incarcerated. I want to find out what happened. Are some people at higher risk of going to prison? And what is it like to reintegrate into society? What does the justice system and society really care about? Punishment or rehabilitation? Come, join me. Welcome, Alicia. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. I was born in Pennsylvania. And uh, when I was five years old, I moved to New Jersey, Piscataway, New Jersey. And... Yeah, we had a house. 
lots of my friends right in Piscataway, New Jersey. It was this nice, you know, housing complex. It was the suburbs, like it wasn't a major city, anything like that. Did you spend your adolescent years there also? When I was 10, no, 11 years old, my dad passed away due to kidney failure. And so when the time came, me and my family, we decided to move to Warwick, New York with my aunt. I spent, you know, practically all my high school years there. And as you reflect back, do you recall what were the challenges being an adolescent? Well, for me, it was, um, I mean, it was, it was difficult. It was, um, in a sense, I grew up in a pretty normal household. But then when my dad passed away, it literally changed my whole world. Because when my dad passed away, there was this common thing of like, oh, you're the man of the house now. You're the man of the house now. And I wasn't sure if I was even a boy. I was confused about my gender identity. I was confused about my sexuality. And it put me into a place of um, not really understanding who I was. And that led to like, you know, a lot of difficult times and, you know, found myself in a situation where I was, you know, using drugs a lot, you know, it started off with just drinking and, you know, smoking some weed with my friends, but this was at a young age when I was like a middle schooler. And then it turned into dope, it turned into dope pretty quickly. And I remember being 15, 16 years old, um, shooting dope in, in the bathroom in school. So it was, it was a lot outwardly facing. Did it seem like I have any problems? No, I had a perfect childhood and really facing. I was going through a lot because I really didn't understand who or what I was. And it became really, everyone's telling me I'm supposed to be the man and I'm supposed to like girls and I'm supposed to do all this, but my body is telling me something different. Do you remember how old you were when you decided how to identify in your gender? Um, so for me, I knew that I was, well, from my sexuality, I was, um, I was attracted to men for a really long time. Um, and then my gender identity didn't really come out until I was in prison. Yeah. And so you were young when you went into prison and you went into a male prison. Yeah. So um, I was arrested June 21st, 2007. And my, my 18th birthday was June 10th. Yeah. A couple of days older than 18. And I spent 10 years inside of a male's prison. I hope you enjoyed this taster from the pod buffet. Check out the full podcast by following the links in the episode notes. See you again soon.